there are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. campers this is episode six of the crystal lake soldiers podcast i'm isaiah joined as always by sean mark and ted we're here to bring you some entertainment and news um how are you guys doing this weekend doing great man pretty good man fantastic awesome as always well let's get right into the news all right ted why don't you go ahead and let us know what's going on with blu-ray news this week gather around the campfire children and prepare for the fantastic news I have for you. Hold on to each other, bundle up, and make your wallets beg for mercy. <laughs> First off, as I mentioned last week, Arrow Video usually pushes back releases every once in a while. Well, it seems to be more common with them than anything, but the releases for The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 and The Prey have both been pushed back. The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 has been pushed back for September 24th, so it's only been pushed back a week. And The Prey has been pushed back to October 1st, which is uh, two weeks. The Severn Films' release of Killer Crocodile and the bundle that they're only offering on their website uh, that contains Killer Crocodile 1 and 2, they have been pushed back to also September 24th. And... Vinegar Syndrome has announced that they are releasing another Blu-ray on September 24th, a tentative release date of September 24th so far, and it's a movie that has the greatest title in cinema history, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Best. It's the best. I mean, how can you not love a movie that's called Mountaintop Motel Massacre? But that is coming out September 24th, and uh, it's pretty cheap for a Blu-ray. It's a 2K scan, and... uh, it's only 20 bucks, uh, you know, pre-order it from Amazon now or Vinegar Syndrome's website, which their website, they usually include a limited uh, exclusive edition slipcover with their stuff if you care about slipcovers. So if you care about the slipcovers, go to their website and order it from them. Or if you don't, then, you know, Amazon or whatever retailer that you use. And that is all I have for this week. Awesome. So uh, good things to know, especially with the stuff that's being pushed back, but... Definitely some good Mount stuff that's coming out. Massacre. Yeah, the Mountaintop Massacre is great. <laughs> um, as we've been doing almost every week, seeing as there's always seem to be new news about the new Halloween movies, uh, starting with Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends the following year in 2020 and 2021. So we've got some new news about people joining the cast. There's been a lot of speculation about Tommy Doyle with Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills. 
So we got confirmation that Tommy Doyle is going to be in Halloween Kills for sure. There was a lot of talk that they were trying to get Paul Rudd, as we've discussed before, but obviously he's busy with Ghostbusters, which is also coming out next year. So obviously he's not going to be a part of Halloween Kills. So they've got kind of the next best thing. They've got Anthony Michael Hall cast to be Tommy Doyle starting with Halloween Kills. Yeah, he's a great actor, so should be good, man. I love it. I love yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Absolutely. Awesome and weird science. Awesome Breakfast Club. Breakfast yep. Club. Great. And Staying in the candle. Dead Zone TV show in his older acting days. Yep. Yep. So he's all around. He's done some good stuff, man. So he should fit right in. Should yeah. be fun. Obviously, the, also this week they've announced uh, Lindsay Wallace is coming back. So the original actress, Kyle Richards, is coming back. She is portraying uh, Lindsay Wallace again, like she did back in uh, 1978 in the original Halloween and the very first part of Halloween 2. That's interesting that they're, they're bringing her back. It, it it kind of raises the question why she's being brought back for Lindsay Wallace and why, for whatever reason, Brian Andrews didn't come back for Tommy Doyle. Yeah, obviously, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, because obviously we, we know... Uh, out of the two, she's obviously the most famous. I mean, she's on The Real Housewives or, or whatever the fuck it is now. But the fact that um, also, you know, Brian Andrews isn't really an actor. Um, and I know a lot of people have, have stated, you know, that may be the factor and why. Because if they want to do it properly and if he's not really an actor, I mean, I understand why maybe they didn't go with him or maybe he turned it down. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we may never know, but we don't know. So. it probably doesn't even have an he doesn't have an agent. Probably. That's why. I mean, they tried to get him to come back for a curse of Michael Myers, but yep. they couldn't find him because he didn't have an agent because he's not, you know, he's not an active actor yeah. Whatever, however you want to put it. So that's probably the real reason why. Right. Or they just, you know, maybe they were just like, well, we can't find him, so just forget it. Let's try Paul Rudd. We need one of more Maury Povich's people to go out and help find him. He, right. They're like, let's try, let's try Paul Rudd because, you know, he was Tommy too. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's a possibility. We don't know for sure, like you just said, but yeah, that's my guess. He doesn't have an agent, so he's not active in the sag or whatever right even though they didn't get brian andrews back it's great that anthony michael hall is getting the role i mean he's he's gonna be a good fit for it i i believe and it's gonna be really interesting to see what they're gonna do with those two characters you know how are they gonna fit into this story are they coming back as traumatized victims or you know what kind of role are they gonna play in this you know coming off obvious what's gonna happen Jamie really? Lee Curtis is going to babysit them again, okay? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis babysitting two 50-year-old people. <laughs> That's something we Maybe all want to see. Maybe they'll be babysitting her this time. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> so, I see the boogeyman, Tommy. I see the boogeyman. <laughs> oh, oh, Lori. Get away from that window. <laughs> right? He's oh, killing God. Daniel Harris. <laughs> they oh, brought geez. Daniel Harris back to be killed. <laughs> oh, sad. So those I are, still love you, Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. I thought the casting is good, and it's 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 a nice nostalgic touch to bring back at least one of them in a character yeah. that they immortalized. On top of that, there was also a third piece, and I I forgot to put this in our kind of outline for tonight, but I I, I totally forgot that. Uh, uh, Julian, the kid that kind of stole the show in Halloween 18, Jabril Nantambu, he's said that he's coming back for the sequel. So that's 
Yeah, going to also too. be interesting uh, to see what they do with that character too, especially after you know how things were left off with basically him being traumatized like Tommy Doyle was <laughs> and Lindsay Wallace back in the original. So um, maybe you've already figured it out. Maybe. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it. But there is one important question they should answer in Halloween Kills: Did his mother check his browsing history? <laughs> so if we need to find out. God. That kid I am on the edge of my so seat. funny. That oh, that's great. Still clipping his nasty ass toenails. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, tell my mama you smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> tell your mom about your uh, browsing history. <laughs> that kid oh. was great. I loved him. Yeah, he was. He was one of the funniest things about that whole movie. And I liked how they, <laughs> yep. you know, a lot of people shit on the fact that they put some humor in it. I, I think it needed it. And I think they did it. They handled it well. It wasn't too. It over wasn't the top. out of place humor. Yeah, no. it wasn't out of place. Yeah, you can this always have humor in horror talk. instead of actually making it a comedy. Yeah. Exactly. People, there's yeah. always someone around bullshitting and doing like that kind of stuff. Just human. Exactly. So that's kind of our Halloween news for the week. I'm sure when you guys check back next week, we're probably going to have more because it seems to be coming out weekly with these updates on casting and all that, especially as they're gearing up to start filming here shortly, if they haven't already started filming. So next we're moving on to some upcoming or recently released movie news. To kind of start things off, there's a couple trailers for this week. Number one is a movie that's going to be premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival. It goes by the name of The Antenna. It's actually a Turkish horror film. Now, there's not a whole lot of information on this movie. Really, kind of the only things that I could find was, like, the budget was estimated for this movie to be about $200,000. So it was made super on the cheap. On top of that, the story, it it kind of takes place in an apartment complex, um, kind of in a dystopian Turkey, where the government installs new networks to kind of monitor things that are going on and stuff, and just shit just goes completely wrong. It reminded me of 1984. Yep, (laughs) it definitely did. And it it looks really interesting. I mean, I don't know. It it seems trippy, and it looks... It just looks really interesting. I think it looks fun, man. It seems kind of trippy, but it might have a cool message, especially with the way people are getting kind of uptight here lately with the world right <laughs> it's a nice way to might be a nice fun way to look at what could happen if everybody gets too uptight yeah definitely it freaks uh, me out because it, it freaks me out because it reminds me of the days when i had to use bunny ears just to watch tv channel five position fox viewing positions <laughs> oh my god that's good but yeah, it's like what Sean said. We're living in a more uptight world. People have their heads up their butts, so you know that could be an effective horror story. Yeah, it's definitely. Of course, you can just turn on the news again. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's this just person all... said something forty years ago. Let's ruin his life now. After right. Forty years. Yeah, this this movie definitely has kind of a a deep political vibe. You know, when you just watching the trailer, you can tell. And, you know, it's, it's, they said that it kind of is playing off of like what's going on in Turkey right now. So obviously there's shit going on everywhere, obviously. And Uh it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and see how this um, film does. Cause I, I think it looks good and I, I I have high hopes for it. So it has better reception than actual antennas. Right. (laughs) God. (laughs) So, 
So, uh, it's, so there's not really a, a date right now for that one. Like I said, there's there's just not a lot of information on this movie. So it says it's coming out this year at some point. Obviously, it's going to happen after Toronto International Film Festival. So, so kind of moving on from there, we got a movie coming out in September here on the 27th. It's being produced by Blumhouse. So Blumhouse puts out a lot of horror movies, like all the time. Um, this one's called Prey. It's kind of, it's like it takes place on an inhabited island where this kid gets dropped off and he meets this girl. And basically just some freaky shit starts happening. Yeah, I had trouble figuring it out. Like, yeah, were they talking about the girl that he was looking at through the woods or was it the chick with him? I don't know what the hell was going on. Right. It looks interesting. It's I like, thought it looked good. It's like, is it a person that they're worried about? Is it a creature? Because you've seen those teeth, like, towards the end of the trailer. It's like, what the fuck is actually going on? And, I don't know, it just, this movie, it seems interesting. I just don't know. It's, it, mm. it, it has a feel like, I don't know if I'd like it or not. But right, yeah. The trailer yeah. was alright. The trailer was alright. Like, this, it could be end up being a great movie, but it just, I don't know, maybe it's just because of the trailer. The trailer almost made it seem kind of bland to me in, in a way. I don't know. It's just I got a weird vibe off of it, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to like it or not. So it's interesting looking, though, and I'll, I'll probably give it a, ch- you know, give it a try and check it out. But I don't know. It just seems a little weird to me. Any other thoughts, guys? <laughs> well, I mean, like you guys said, there wasn't really a whole lot of information given. Yeah, but I thought there there was enough there that I would want to at least check it out, or at least check out another trailer if they drop another one. Yeah, I need another trailer. Yeah, I, and maybe it's just because there wasn't a whole lot of information there with that. So I don't know. It just it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I hope we get another trailer that at least gives us a little bit more to maybe get mm-hmm. me like, okay, now I'm interested to see it. Cause based off of the first trailer, it seems like it could be interesting, but it didn't really catch my attention. Like some of the other ones did. Any other thoughts? No, no, <laughs> another trailer. Another trailer for us. Man, okay. it's going to be a short episode. <laughs> the time guys, try it out. <laughs> oh man. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, I guess, yeah, this one, there's just not really a whole lot to really say. It's like, they didn't really give us a whole lot to go off of, which, you know, but I, the Blumhouse, water looks clean. Yeah, there you go. There the you water go. looked clean, but it's Blumhouse. So I've, I've like 95% of what Blumhouse has put out. So I'll, I may end up liking it. I might not. I mean, who knows, but kind of moving along from there, yeah, a movie I am actually excited about. And this really got me laughing really hard. And the campiness on this is just fucking out of this world. It's a movie called The Drone. Now, The Drone has actually been out for a little bit. (laughs) But holy shit. This movie looks great. great. (laughs) Holy fuck. Between the campiness and the the horror, I'm ready to see it now. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, so this this movie released back in, I believe it was May of this year? No, January. So it came out, like, in limited release in January, but it's finally getting its release on video on demand uh, coming up in October. But I don't know about you guys, but 
when I watched this, I got a very chopping mall type vibe to it. <laughs> it yeah. really made me think like Roger oh. Corman type flick like this. It's just it just so out there. And it's just so absurd, but just so campy and so funny that it's so I think awesome. it's going to be great. And it's going to freak a bunch of teenagers and kids out and make them worried about drones even more already. It'll be <laughs> right. fun, man. <laughs> I think the best part of this trailer is when the drone started transforming to its quote-unquote yeah. upgrade. <laughs> I hate these upgrades. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my, oh God. my it's, God. Its arms started growing out. <laughs> Wires wrapping. <laughs> Shit, it's just so funny. We need more movies oh. like this, all I have to say. Yeah, oh, man, yes, definitely. I agree. It, it really looks fun so fun. Movie. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, I don't even give a shit if it's a bad movie. It's going to be a fun fucking time because it's just so out there. I'm going over in there with low expectations, but I'm just expecting to just be entertained the fuck out of the whole hour and a half long That's the or whatever it is. So just entertain the fuck out of me and I'm good to go. That's all I care about, especially with this kind of movie. It's it's gonna be great. So that that one that one out of all the ones that we kind of looked at for you know the upcoming movies, this one got me the most excited because it just looks so fucking good. So to kind of move from there, going into TV, we've got American Horror Story. Obviously, is coming back here in September, so we were just a couple weeks away from that. And they released their final trailer for that, which I was kind of on the fence with this, but this trailer made it where I'm actually looking forward to seeing the season now. Yes, Mr. Jingles. I can't wait, man. It's great. <laughs> this will be my first venture into American Horror Story, so I'm hoping they treat me well. And if not, you can always go back and watch, like, Murder House. Like, the first couple <laughs> exactly. of seasons are the best. <laughs> yes, Murder House was great. Yep. The hotel was great. Asylum was great. I liked Freak Show. Some people didn't like it, but I, I liked it. I, I know we talked about it last uh, one of one of our past episodes. Freak Show. I liked the first half of it. <laughs> so that's kind of after that first half of Freak Show is kind of where American Horror Story kind of fall started falling off for me. But like the first three and a half seasons are like stellar in my opinion. So I'm yeah, hoping this the, is going to be a return to form. I didn't like the coven. I couldn't get through Roanoke, and the last one was just the whole thing was a joke. Yeah. Like Sean, this, this will be my really first good. Story. Oh, really? You got the two American Horror Story yeah. versions here. Yeah, this the the eighties the eighties brought us back, good. man. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If I got my crocodile shirt ready. Brain. <laughs> I don't know how well it fits anymore. But. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, like the whole Mister Jingles thing. Like when I heard that name, it made me laugh a little bit. But it's like it's it's okay as long as they're not trying to be super serious and they're just going balls to wall with it. I think I might have an actually yeah. a good time for the first time in a while with it, this show. It reminds me of a B movie that I watched with my dad a long time ago called Mr. Jingles. Yeah, and it was about a, a killer clown. It was a really crappy movie. But what sticks out of my mind about that movie? I don't know if you guys have seen it or heard of it. There's this one scene where he's walking around with this big old cleaver. 
and he comes across this guy that's getting laid, or he had just gotten laid, I don't remember exactly, and he chops his dick off. <laughs> <laughs> and you see it, it goes flying across the screen. It's it's a dildo, obviously. It's it's plastic as <laughs> freaking crap. Slaps the girl in the face, and then he chops the guy's arm off, and he just stands there holding his arm, blood spurting out, and he goes, eee! <laughs> oh my god that brings us to our sponsor <laughs> this is brought to you by Mr. Jingles available on DVD <laughs> oh my god that's too good Classic. oh my god Classic oh, Mr. Jingles. I've never seen that. I've got to watch that now, just based off of that, because that's just so absurd. <laughs> so there you go, campers. There's your homework for this next week. Go watch Mr. Jingles. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's going to be interesting season, because uh, two mainstays aren't actually even starring in this season so Evan both Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson who've been in every season in a major way since the very beginning yes. are either not going to be in the season or have a very 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 limited role so it's kind of the first time for them not really being in it so it's almost kind of like what happened with uh I can't remember her name but she yeah, kind of hit the refresh button a little bit maybe. yeah and that seems like what they were trying to do. And I think they actually were talking about that. It's kind of like refreshing it a little bit, which is not necessarily a bad thing because obviously it's been stale for the last few seasons. So if that's what they're doing and this is a way for them to kind of refresh everything, like you said, then I'm I'm all for it if it's going to make it a better show. Well, as far as Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson goes, I will say... Through all the seasons that I watched, I consistently enjoyed their individual performances. Right. I think they're both they're both great at what they do. I wouldn't mind a change of pace though. I really wouldn't because the, right. the direction the show's going has been going. I haven't liked not because of those two, but mm-hmm. some kind of change. It's got to be good somehow. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't suck. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 Don't fuck up Jeez, the 80s Ted, for me. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want it to suck. I don't want to spend time on a TV show that's going to suck. So I hope it doesn't yeah. suck. It's true. It, it looks, looks it good point. awesome. It looks and sounds awesome. So I can't wait. Ted's going to get halfway through this and say, screw this, I'm going to go watch <laughs> get it right it's dark crystal age of resistance okay that's the name there you go <laughs> age of resistance watch the trailer dag nabbit dark crystal age of resistance hey? yes. <laughs> well, you guys are feisty tonight Jeez, <laughs> I'm happy to be here man this it's, is really fun for it me. is fun I well, love it when Mark Mark's talking about dildos, you know, so I just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it brings it out in me. <laughs> oh, my God. This dude, Sean's part of the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sean swiped left. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> the hell out of here. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's too good. So that's coming out here in the next couple of weeks. So that's September is going to be a good month. It's it's really starting to ramp up for especially Halloween, you know, coming around the corner. It's going to start ramping up the releases of these different shows and and movies. So that's it's going to be a good time. That's for sure. Uh, also yeah. coming up in October, there's another movie. It's called The Dead Center. It's coming out October 11th. This one kind of feels more of like an artsy, independent horror movie, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I know we were talking about that a little bit, you know, before we started recording here, that those can actually be very, very good. Uh, so it'll be kind of interesting. What impressed me the most in this trailer was how dead the guy could really look just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he looked it, like a real corpse sitting up, like with no life at all to his face, his eyes or anything. It made me curious. I didn't really get the movie from the trailer, but it did seem like the artsy type. So yeah, maybe you're not supposed to get it. I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the the kind of synopsis for the movie. Uh, what it then? This is straight from IMDb. A hospital psychiatrist's own sanity is pushed to the edge when a frightened amnesiac patient insists that he has died and brought something terrible back from the other side. So this patient is convinced right, yeah. that he brought something back when he came back to life. It makes sense. Kind when he was brought back. Make, so makes the trailer make a little more sense. Right. So it looks good. It looks like it could be good. It reminded me of the movie um Robert De Niro did where he was a uh, with um Robin Williams. Where Robin Williams is a doctor at the hospital and okay. I can't remember the name. I don't know if it was MS or something and Basically, Ron Williams, is, he just sits there. He doesn't talk. He doesn't speak. And they, they tried another kind of experimental drug. Okay. And they able to get him and these other guys out of it. This just made me think of it on a completely dark side of that side of things, if that makes sense. Sure. Sean's talking about Patch Adams, too. <laughs> nah. I think it was called Awakenings or something like that, man. I want to say it was called Awakenings. Laughter is the best medicine. There it's one go. of their best movies, actually, but it's not one of the more well-known Yeah. Does Robert De Niro dress up as a clown? Starts no. dancing in front of Robert Williams? There's no comedy. <laughs> it's just a good movie. <laughs> See, this what? is why Robin Williams is not in a comedy movie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see One Hour Photo? That movie's hilarious. That movie was great. It was creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I this love is the shot when he's on the toilet. Impress you more than that. And shit like <laughs> anyway, that. It's not a horror movie though. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Yeah. With a darker tone. Definitely. So that, that's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm kind of looking forward to that because, a lot of times those kind of artsy ones I, I kind of more go go towards. So, I, that's definitely one I'm going to probably end up checking out here uh, when it gets released on video on demand or wherever it, it is. I'm, I'm guessing it's coming out on video, video on demand. I didn't really see a whole lot for that. Somewhere so. there on the internet. Probably. More than likely. <laughs> so moving on coming from... soon to a torrent near you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Of course. That's one way to get it if you're Wanna do? I don't condone that, that, but you know it's gonna happen. Exactly. Everything ends up, yeah, Everything ends up there. Just, uh, 
Which is sad, but... We do not condone illegal activity I once here. Heard a, like I once heard an artist say he used to get really mad about it, but then he figured at least there's that many people listening or trying to find my stuff. So right. So he got over. Yeah. So moving on from that independent movie, on to our last upcoming movie. And this is, an, this is also not a new movie, but it's one that we are finally getting over here in the States. This is a movie that's been released for over two years now. And this movie actually ended up as a bootleg on Amazon Prime for a very short time. And a lot of people got excited that they could finally watch it. And it immediately (laughs) got taken down because they found out it was a bootleg. Um, We are talking about (laughs) one cut of the dead. So this is a, I believe, Japanese um, horror movie. It's all done in quote unquote one take. So um, it looks like it's just one complete take throughout the whole movie. This is finally being brought to us by Shudder. We all love Shudder. I mean, their app leaves a lot to be desired, but they have <laughs> such good content. Obviously, we've talked about, you know, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. That's always good. And they're bringing this so that we can finally see it here in the Americas. And they're doing a limited release uh, starting on September 13th in New York and L.A., and then other cities will also be getting a limited release on September 17th. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even realize that. Yep. And so... look it up. Yeah. And so the plan is they're going to do that first. So Shutter's putting that on and putting it in the theaters first. And then shortly after that, it will be streaming exclusively, obviously, on Shutter. So... There's going to be a lot of different ways that you can get the chance to see this. I'm looking forward to this because I've been wanting to see it since it was released. Because yeah, these kind of things looks great, really, man. it looks funny I'm as hell about too. Zombie stuff, but it looks funny. It looks good zombie. <laughs> it just has it all. Another like Shaun of the Dead, maybe. So yeah, I know that's what a lot of people have compared it to. Yep. So it's it's got me pumped. It's got me excited because I really want to see it. I know that our um, Alamo Draft House something is, good zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of this, I don't know. It's gotten so bland, and there's so much content. Yep. It's made you not care much about zombies, but this looks interesting. Exactly. Or very entertaining. So. So I know at least around here our Alamo Draft House is going to be showing it. So that may be one way I might be able to see it if they're showing it on a. On Tuesday the 17th, so it, that's our city is one of the cities that's going to be getting it on the 17th, so that's got me pumped a little bit. So if I'm able to see it, then that's what I want to do, especially if it's in Alamo Draft House, because obviously the Alamo Draft House is like the best fucking movie theater you could possibly go to. If it's I don't catch dinner, it, I watch a good movie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and if for whatever reason, if I can't make it, because Tuesdays tend to be a little bit more hectic, especially because I'd have to get off work pretty much go right away to get there in time. But if I can make it there for it there, I'd rather see it in the theater. If not, I'll just wait until it's out on Shutter. I'm hoping it'll be out on Shutter before Halloween uh, so I can get that watch, you know, within the Halloween season, which would be great. You guys heard it here first. You need to spread this podcast so Isaiah can quit his job. We need sponsors. We need listeners first. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, One Cut of the Dead is going to be great. 
I'm very much looking forward to it. It's definitely gonna kind of got more of a cartoony feel too. I think just with the comedy yeah, for the and- most part, that's what I got. You know, there was a few scenes that really gave a horror feel, and that's what I liked about Shaun of the Dead. Is yeah, it was able to be a comedy, but when it had to kind of get in your face, it did. So right, it still felt like a tribute. You know what I mean? Not that it has to be a tribute, you know. Right, exactly. But that's what Shaun of the Dead, honestly, for me, felt like a a comedic tribute to zombies. Yep. Without fucking it up, which is hard to do, I guess, especially from my perspective. Yeah. I'm picky as hell when it comes to zombies. Same here. I really am. It's very hit and miss with the zombies, especially nowadays. It's just so oversaturated right now that half the shit is like, stuff you've seen thousands of times over and other times it's just not very good just because they're just trying to get it out there because it's so oversaturated and it's such a big thing which means it's time for new stuff someone out there's got to make yes new stories new things do something new (laughs) please whoever you are i'm talking to you make a good movie <laughs> as much as I love nostalgia, like with the Halloween movies and all that, we do need new stuff. That's for sure. Like stuff like Terrifier. I mean, Terrifier yes. came out of nowhere, and that fucking shit rocked. And we're yeah, yeah. Rocked the house, new man. stuff with a with that old school approach. And I think we yep. might start getting some better stuff. Man. That's oh, exactly. Hereditary. Do. Hereditary was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everybody's trying to be too what big. Was that summer of '84, that was really good. The baby yes. that was to really see that. good. Yes, if you haven't seen, and that's summer what of I liked about Babysitter. That one had oh, an yeah. old school feel to it. So. And it was funny too. That was, that's yes. another one where it walked that line of horror and, and comedy really well. <laughs> Pocket knife, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, if, for those of you listening, if you haven't seen the Babysitter. It's available on Netflix. Most people have Netflix, so you should be able to find it. It is a great watch. I was very skeptical yeah. at first when I saw it. It took me actually four or five months before I finally watched it, and I wish I didn't wait that long because I love that movie. It is so good. It is so good. Yeah, and it's so audience. funny. <laughs> of course you'd want her to be your babysitter, Ted. <laughs> I cannot wait for the sequel. No, me either. I'm looking forward to the sequel. So good stuff coming out in... One Cut of the Dead definitely looks fun as hell. Like I said, it kind of looks more of like a cartoon, and that kind of segues into what we're talking about today. Growing up, there was a lot, a lot of cartoons. You know, we obviously had Saturday morning cartoons and all that. And actually, especially back in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a lot of cartoons based off of horror properties or horror movies. You know, even movies that had kind of horror properties to them. So you look at stuff like the Ghostbusters. They had, what, two or three different cartoons based off of that? You had yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. You had Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You had one based off of Teen Wolf, Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, shit, they even had the Toxic Crusaders based off of Troma's Toxic Avenger. I mean, who in the Heck fuck, yeah. in their right mind, you know, if... if if you were in your right mind, who would think that that would make a good children's TV show? <laughs> and it's awesome. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It yes. was great. I awesome. love that growing up. 
I'm not in my right mind, though, but I, I, right. would, I would think it was great. <laughs> and then, out of all of them, my personal favorite, Tales from the Crypt Keeper. That is yes. the one I grew up with the most. I watched the shit out of that show as a kid. And that that was one of the kind of the, the factors that got me more into horror was that show. And it presented it in a way that, obviously, it wasn't going to be as grotesque. Yeah, but it still had that same feel of the show. Yeah, it still had the same feel. It still had everything. It just was toned down so that it was better to ingest, you know, as a child. I mean, to be honest, those, a lot of them still, you know, it came from comics that were, you know, (laughs) easy comics. Kids were reading those growing up, so. Exactly. They just put an edge on it for HBO, which was fun. But it's yeah. nothing wrong with having the you know toned down version, so yeah. everybody can get into it. Yeah, the other one though uh, that I grew up with too was a uh, Swamp Thing. I almost forgot about that one. Swamp Thing was one of my favorites growing up too, because um, that, yeah, that was in. A good one. I didn't watch that yeah. one as much. Real Ghostbusters, I did watch a lot yeah. and still do. <laughs> that I love Extreme Ghostbusters. Also, the yep. sequel to Real Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's not bad at all, man. I finally got to check that out on Hulu. It was pretty good. It's awesome. I love that show. Yeah, definitely. So there's there's a lot that came out, especially in our time as children. And this week we wanted to kind of discuss if we were to take any horror property, a horror movie, whatever the case may be, even a horror TV show, you know, what would we choose to change into a children's Saturday morning cartoon and that's that's kind of what we want to discuss today because there's quite a bit out there that you if you do it creatively enough you could change almost anything into a Saturday morning cartoon if you wanted to especially with the horror genre. I'll start. I'll say Puppet Master. So easy. Yes. You have puppets taking out Nazis or fighting Nazis since it's a, <laughs> since it's a Saturday morning cartoon. You gotta yep. cut out the blood and stuff. But Nazis are offensive to. Or they are Nazis. Puppets taking out bad <laughs> well, I I love being offensive, so I'm totally down for this. Yeah, I mean it's it's a simple premise: puppets fighting Nazis. Yeah, and you have a whole mythology there. That's perfect. So I would say Puppet Master. I like that. And yes, I am biased. I love Puppet Master. <laughs> I thought a child's play cartoon. More along the lines yeah. of what actually Andy was watching on the show. Keep it simple, all that, just to kind of further realize the Child's Play universe. Yep. No one will play with me. <laughs> you could even it's come out with a line of dolls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think uh, the Gremlins would be great for a cartoon. Yeah, oh, yeah, Gremlins definitely. Awesome. That's awesome. I think they actually are doing like an adult version cartoon of that. One of the streaming yeah. services yeah. coming out. Yeah, if they, if out, they so. do, I'll watch it. Yeah, I believe they are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's like the adventures of um, Gizmo and the old guy before yep. they met. Before he was old, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't it back when he was a kid or something like that? If I remember correctly, something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that got me excited because that's that's going to be interesting because I, I love Gremlins and to be able to tell that story and especially if it's going to be animated. That's going to yeah. be such a good throwback. Tagline should be, there goes Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and Critters, since we're talking about little yes. nasty guys. Oh, critters would be perfect, too. <laughs> Sci-fi, bounty hunters. Yep. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would I be great. Have to change too much. Yeah. No. 
I think Killer Clowns would be a good one. They've been trying to make that into a show for a few years now, actually. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, Killer Clowns would be awesome. Yeah. How should they do Follow the clowns on their mischievous... <laughs> it already feels like it's, it's somewhat child-safe as it is, a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I watched it's it so growing up. That's for sure. and silly. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the ones I thought of, and this is kind of going back to my love for Tales from the Crypt Keeper, but what if you had Freddy Krueger, you know, meeting up with these kids to tell them bedtime stories? So it's kind of like Freddy's <laughs> Nightmares, but just like it. That would be awesome. But oh, just a creative, children's version man. of it. So, you, you know, the show obviously always starts out with, you know, some kid going to bed and then them wanting Freddy to tell them a bedtime story. <laughs> so it always goes into something, you know, kind of along the lines of what they used to do with Freddy's Nightmares or even Tales from the Crypt, any of those anthology shows. And then where yeah, the where the story's different every time. I, I thought that would be a good one. Uh that would really translate well over into like a Saturday morning cartoon type thing, especially when you had stuff like Tales from the Crypt Keeper and, and different things like that. So that was kind of one of the ones that I was thinking of that I thought would translate over fairly well yeah that's definitely that's a great idea it's good to have a little host of the show i think he you know freddie's a great host yeah (laughs) yeah yeah freddie he's he's the most charismatic slasher ever exactly how about um ash versus the deadites i i had that on my list as well not that title but i had evil dead <laughs> yeah, as a title i thought just thought of yeah just to keep it in line with the show that was just out yeah especially <laughs> with ruby you know like the <laughs> army of darkness ash or ash versus that's where i was ash. thinking of which isn't yeah. my favorite of the series but well, i thought that would more, go well for the kids it was more it's more silly. cartoonish and fun. yep yeah and just kind of ash's misadventures <laughs> Fighting the dead, <laughs> which is kind of what it's been. And since. he is a cartoon character. So. Exactly. <laughs> that was just pillow talk, baby. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in the Army of Darkness. And it's great because, like, just like the old Saturday morning cartoons, like, if you think, like, even back to when they did, like, Ace Ventura Pet Detective or different things like that as cartoons, they would put those little adult innuendos in there as jokes just so it's like haha that's good yeah. even though it went over the kid's head so you could definitely do oh, stuff yeah. like that with ash and, and stuff and, and get some good like one-liners and stuff that he would Come normally on, baby, say that was just pillow talk exactly just like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that would that would translate really well as a yes. saturday morning cartoon I also thought of one, if y'all remember, the movie House, but to kind of use the house itself as, like, the catalyst and maybe each room or different people that come to the house or break into the house each week creates a new story that that episode That was was basically the movies, too. I mean, each movie besides part four, they weren't connected to the others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, House, of course, was William Cat and his son's missing... The second movie is this weird uh, supernatural <laughs> comedy western. Uh, House 2 is my favorite of the franchise. I don't care what anybody says. I love it House 2. It is, but it's <laughs> wild, man. Yeah, that's, I, that's the one I owned on VHS as a kid. I spent like five bucks at the video store. They were selling their rentals that weren't renting out like as well or whatever. Yep. So they had a little rack by the register, like movies they were just getting rid of, and House 2 was there, and I was like, yoink, <laughs> like That's five bucks. Great. I was like, I'm going to buy this. So, I, I mean, that would be great. Like, you know, House 3 is the serial killer, and House 4 is, well, we don't talk about House. 
house for. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. I don't like calling house three house three anyway. <laughs> the <horror show. laughs> Oh man. So I was I asked my wife, you know, about this when I was kind of trying to think of, you know, options. My wife actually came up with a good one. Like, what if you took The Shining and, and made that into a Saturday morning cartoon where it's like following either Danny or Jack or both of them as they're like talking to like, like Jack's talking to like the dead people in the hotel. And so it's like Jack's misadventures or whatever. Or you have it's Danny. It's a Saturday just... night cartoon. <laughs> well, but that or, does sound good. I like yeah. That. Or, you know, Danny just talking, you know, with uh, different people using the shining and stuff. And so <laughs> misadventures of Danny and these Oh, crazy ghosts. Yep. Yeah. Jack's at the bar talking to the ghost. The ghost is like, you know what? Let me tell you about it in my day. It was easier possessing and killing people in my day. <laughs> oh, you got these ghosts with their fancy technology and tricks and trickets. Being filmed with video cameras. You hear about this one ghost named Toby? That sounds like a Jim Leahy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sean, I am the looker. <laughs> shit winds are blowing, Ted. Yes. I love you, bud. <laughs> love you, bud. You're <laughs> He went so crazy. What was it, season 11? When yes. he was dressed up as the cop again. He couldn't even understand <laughs> what he was saying in the uniform. Or, or season season 9, I think, when he's in the tub full of liquor. <laughs> he just can't understand what he's saying. Oh, when he's, <laughs> when he's the blue smurf? Is that, yes. is that what you're talking about? <laughs> and has the mannequin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that looks like Julian. <laughs> They're like, what do you want? You want Julian? <laughs> they can understand him, but you can't as an audience member. He's just, wow. <laughs> but then there was one where he went, and of course, Leahy usually always goes nuts in the seasons anyway. But well, I think it was like season 11 when he dresses up as a cop again and kidnaps Bubbles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he just he just starts starts rambling again like that. <laughs> it's like, what the crap? <laughs> It's great drunk talk. <laughs> God, that's one of the greatest shows. I don't give a shit. That's one of the greatest shows liquor, I've ever seen. The liquor will never steal you clear, Bobanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I miss Trailer Park Boys. I really do. <laughs> so The Shining was like one of the ones that my wife had thought of. Um, another one I thought of, and this is kind of playing on playing on a title that's already there but you know obviously we all know Jason goes to hell but what about Jason goes to camp and then I was thinking that could be more along the lines kind of like what they did with Camp WWE you know on the network (laughs) (laughs) and so Jason's there and he's a camper but as Jason you know with the full hockey mask and everything and he's kind of just this big dumb bumbling idiot and (laughs) these kids are just getting into mischief and just causing shit to happen and just really fucking with Jason. <laughs> Poor Jason. <laughs> just makes you really just sympathize Jason. for Jason. I think that would be good. That is good. <laughs> be a good play on that. 
Gonna need some uh, Looney Tunes sound effects. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, you, you can tell Jason's expression because ex- his expression will be through his eye holes in his hockey mask because it'll change as he yeah, uh, like... is reacting to things. <laughs> can like Jason a hold... movie with the mask? Yes. Can, can, Jason, can Jason hold up a sign that says, This means war? <laughs> Daffy Duck or whatever. Oh, that would be great. This means That's war. despicable. <laughs> no, that's what he does when he walks on people having sex that's why they kill him he's like <laughs> oh my god I think Just that would be good, good though <laughs> I thought uh, Return of the Living Dead would be pretty good because it's already pretty silly yeah that would be a, a, a silly zombie show uh, I would be yeah. down for The Walking yeah, Dead is just killed a lot of, like, I know Sean said this earlier, but The Walking Dead's killed any real infatuation I have with the zombie subgenre, so. It's alright, Ted, all you have to do is go watch Return of the Living Dead and watch Linnea Quigley writhe naked on a tombstone, you'll change your mind. (laughs) That was mighty specific. (laughs) I already did that today. <laughs> you already watched Return of the Living Dead, or you already writhed naked on a tombstone? <laughs> Both. Little column A, little column B. I know too. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. I really didn't go shopping today. I just went to a cemetery and danced naked. <laughs> well, it is Texas. <laughs> I have one question for you, Ted. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> oh my god. Who's going so uh, off the rails? It's good. Oh, uh, Ted's taking his clothes off again. Ah, oh, sh- <laughs> Don't Tonight. call me spooky. <laughs> this is a way of life! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think Return of the Living Dead, though, would be great as a Saturday morning cartoon. It's just so out there already, and the characters... Who would you, and who would you pick as the main character? Oh, God. Oh. Well, you definitely have to have... Bert uh, and Ernie. Bert, Bert and Ernie Bert. have to be in there. They have to be a mainstay, yes. definitely. Yes. I was what trying to remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta follow them, man. Yeah, it should be just like yeah, about. Definitely. It should focus on them. That's they why they brought the them back characters. for the sequel, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, that definitely. Well, no, they didn't pick. Bert, Bert and Ernie like didn't come back for the sequel. No, the actors did though. Yeah. You could pick like four or five of the kids from the movie and make like a yep a Scooby Doo type uh not not the show Scooby Doo type but make like Scooby Doo type group. No, I was. I was talking about Clue Gulliger and uh, Don Caffa, not uh, James Cameron. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you, you, you're getting them. I got sidetracked. Yeah, I got the name. Yeah. I was. Thinking you call about yourself a fad. Get, get your yeah, back straight. must not be. <laughs> but yes, uh, James. I say those four because James Cameron, Tom Matthews, their their characters are great too. Yeah, I funny. Agree. Like this job. <laughs> oh my god yeah there's there's a lot you could look at doing with these that's for sure you know that movie Night of the Living Dead 
<laughs> That's the one where zombies come back and take over the world, right? Really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I know you had a couple that we were t- discussing, you know, through our chat and whatnot, because you had talked about like Phantasm and Aliens versus yes. Predator. Those could be good too. I uh, yeah, I thought like maybe it'd be like Alien versus Predator could be like a G.I. Joe slash uh, Captain Planet type thing where the Predators teaming up with kids to look for, for the aliens <laughs> yep. and then they could have like little segments in between where where it's like the where G.I. Joe's giving you like life tips but it's the Predator go yeah. Predator <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah when I was thinking about Phantasm that, that would that would just work all around yeah because w- after you'd mentioned that and you were talking about that, because I, I, I just kept thinking of Reggie, you know, like what they originally were going to be doing with before they did Phantasm Ravenger, when they were going to be doing like a web series of just yeah. kind of Reggie's kind of escapades just throughout the, the world or whatever. So doing it like that, but just as a Saturday morning cartoon and just making it super silly because obviously yeah. ca- Reggie's character is... of Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> which I think would be great because Reggie Bannister's character in there is just... Yeah, he's, he's become everyone's kind yeah. of favorite. He's yeah. kind of the focal point of, you know, Phantasm, you know, as it kind of I grew could, throughout the years. I could see the tall man being a cartoon villain. Like, I think his name was Gargamel from the Smurfs. Okay, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god, that could be good. Yeah. So you're picturing it. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> that would be so good. I would have succeeded this like time he's, for that like meddling he's, rant. He's scheming to get, get whoever he's going after during the episode and... Mm-hmm. He's in his little hut, and he sends his balls after him. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want the tall just... man's balls after you. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Good lord. <laughs> uh, thanks for the images there, General. <laughs> <laughs> You're picturing it, Ted. You're picturing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, That's too good. I do have to. I do have to guys, say, R.I.P. Angus Scrim. Now, okay, guys, <laughs> guys, we gotta make it with a PG rating or a G rating. All right. So that means no balls. Okay, we can't. No, no balls throwing at children. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this won't be a Hollywood project production. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's a Harvey Weinstein production. I heard Harvey Weinstein Ow. was working on that show. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. This really wow. went south really quick. Well, the show looks great. They got Kevin Spacey. <laughs> He's the tall man. Oh I'm getting scared now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I don't think I can ever watch the usual suspects again. <laughs> Those meddling kids. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh lord. Oh man. 
Oh, on that note. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're having fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My stomach Before you hurts. go to bed tonight, check check under your beds and closet for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Woo. Well, I told you, I'm saving the good jokes for the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, to kind of wrap things up here, those are some of the <clears throat> options that we kind of chose for what we would do if we were to change horror movies into Saturday morning TV shows and Obviously, it, it really went off the rails, but that's that's the fun of it. I want to so hear some fun. of the campers' ideas. Did you not see this coming? Yes, like Sean was saying, we'd love to hear you know some of your guys' ideas on what you would do if you were to change horror movies into Saturday morning TV shows. Definitely reach out to us through our Facebook page, uh, Instagram, or Twitter, at CLS Podcast. Otherwise, we do want to thank you for checking out our episode this week. Uh, stay tuned for next week and the coming up weeks. We got some stuff that we're talking about doing for Friday the 13th. We're thinking of maybe doing another live stream of playing Friday the 13th, the game. Also discussing some Friday the 13th stuff as well as the month of October. Obviously, Halloween's coming up, so we are going to have some stuff mm-hmm. for the Halloween season coming up. But we do appreciate you guys checking us out for the support. Please share with your friends, anybody that you think might get a kick out of our podcast. We're just here. We we just want to have fun. We want to entertain you guys, but we do appreciate you guys checking us out. And as Ted always says, later next week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.